0: And thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I talk about my experiences, both my successes and my failures, and Hope that you can learn something from them and make your life just a little bit better, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Enemies. Do you have enemies? Are there people that you don't like? Are there people who don't like you? Maybe there's somebody who makes your life a bit more difficult? Well, today I want to talk about the importance of having people in our lives that challenge us. There are only two people who can tell you the truth about yourself, an enemy who has lost his temper and a friend who loves you dearly. Antiphones. One of the hardest things for us as social creatures is to deal with our enemies. Now, when I use the word enemy in this episode, I mean everyone from people in our social circles that we don't like to romantic or business rivals and everything in between. There are plenty of people that we probably don't like and plenty of people that may not like us. And believe it or not, it's a good thing to have enemies. Your friends will believe in your potential. Your enemies will make you live up to it. Tim Fargo Pay attention to your enemies, for they are the first to discover your mistakes. Antiphany's One of the hardest things for us to do is to be honest with ourselves. Our mind likes to play tricks on us, and so we will often change how we remember things so that it puts us in a better light. We will change our interpretation of things so that when we make mistakes, that we will still come out looking good. We will fudge reality so that we are still the good guy in a story, even if we've done things that, deep down, we know were not things that were aligned with our principles. Now, our friends may let us slide and often let us get by with not being our best or taking the best course of action. They may be more likely to try and comfort us and say the things we want to hear, and they may not call us out when we backslide or try to weasel out of owning up to our mistakes. If our friends approve of everything that we do and just kind of let us get away with everything, then we would never really improve. We should seek out those who tell us when we're not upholding our principles. We should listen to those who are honest enough to call us out. This is why having enemies is so important. Enemies will not let us forget the things that we have done. When we make mistakes or screw up, they are the first to point them out and to call us out when we don't act according to our principles and values. Our enemies are the ones that challenge us to live up to what we say we will do and call us out when we don't. They will find the smallest flaws and they are not afraid to point them out. And this is why our enemies can be our best friends. Now this can be incredibly frustrating and we might get angry about it, but it can also be the fastest way to see if we are truly living up to our principles. If evil be spoken of you and it be true, correct yourself. If it's a lie, laugh at it. Epictetus. So recently, I found out that an old friend of mine that I used to be close to quite dislikes me now. At first, I was upset and I thought they were being unfair because they disliked me for some of my behavior in the past that really had nothing to do with them. But as I was talking to a mutual friend, they pointed out the fact that I had actually done these things in the past. And rather than complain about them not liking me, I just need to step up and do better. And while I didn't like to own up to my past behavior, they weren't wrong. Some of my behavior in the past wasn't great. And I realized that how they perceived me was really not under my control. I mean, there's nothing I can do to change the past either. And there's very little I can do to directly change their opinion of me. The only thing I can do is be the best person that I can and be the person that I want to be. I have no control over what others think of me, only my choices and the actions that I take. And if this person still continues to dislike me after I've made some of the changes that I've been working on, but if I'm holding to my principles and values, then they're probably not the kind of person that I want to be around. You have enemies? Good. That means you stood up for something, sometime in your life. Winston Churchill Now just because someone is unhappy with something that we do doesn't mean that they are right and that we need to change to make them happy. There are times when we will do things that others may not like, but it's still the right thing to do. We need to have the courage to be ourselves regardless of what other people think of us. We need to build our character and follow our principles in such a dedicated manner that the choices that we make and the actions that we take are aligned with who we really want to be. If we consistently change our choices and actions based upon what others might think, then we really need to take a look at ourselves and make sure that we know what our core principles and beliefs are. When we live by building our character and not worry about what others think of us, we rarely need to apologize for how we act. If someone is upset at us because they don't like something that we have done or said, we should see if we have done something against our principles. If we find that we haven't lived up to our standards when dealing with other people, we should be quick to apologize. But we don't apologize because someone is upset with us. We apologize because we have failed to uphold our principles. Now, if someone is upset with us and we have upheld our principles, then there's no need to apologize. We never need to apologize for upholding our principles and doing what we think is the right thing to do. If anyone can refute me, show me that I'm making a mistake or looking at things from the wrong perspective, I'll gladly change. It's the truth I'm after. Marcus Aurelius Now, one of the main reasons why we should listen to those that we don't like is because we don't have all the answers. When I was in the Mormon church, there was a strong emphasis on not reading or listening to those that disagreed with the teachings of the church. This closed-minded way of acting in the world was something that always rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, why should we be afraid of listening to those who don't think like we do? Shutting yourself off from ideas that don't support your worldview will actually make you mentally weaker. If your way of viewing the world is so good, then you should be able to listen to new ideas and logically see the mistakes in them and dismiss them. By engaging with opposing points of view, we make our own arguments stronger because our opponents can point out the weaknesses. By taking the time to listen to our ideas that we don't agree with, we may actually find some ideas that we can use to make our lives better. I mean, nobody has a monopoly on good ideas. As smart or as great as we think we are, we don't know the best way to do everything. And we thrive as a culture because we have all kinds of new ideas and we challenge old ways of thinking. And if it's a good idea, there's a good chance that it will probably stand up to scrutiny. Then we take what works and we do our best to spread those ideas to others. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do with my podcast. I try to take the best ideas that I can find, apply them in my life and see how they work. And then help spread those ideas to others so that they can use these ideas to improve their lives. And hopefully they can improve on those ideas so that I can learn and use the new and improved versions. Don't get so attached to your own ideas that you think that they are the only way something can be done. Doing so means that your ego is probably in the way. Your enemies cannot make you hate them, define you, or make you obsessively think about them. Only you can do that. Carmen Savasanto One of the most important reasons why we should try to understand our enemies is that because spending energy on hating others makes your life miserable. When we consider someone to be our enemy, we are blaming them for something that is wrong in our lives. We believe that if they would act a certain way, then everything would be fine. And in a sense, we are trying to control something that we do not have control over. Letting go of anger makes your life more positive positive and focuses your energy on things that are much more useful. An honorable man is fair even to his enemies. A dishonorable man is unfair even to his friends. Mehmet Murat Ildan If you have someone in your life that you consider an enemy, I want you to think about why. Do they act in a way that you find distasteful? Are they mean or cruel to others? Now, if their behavior is something that goes against your principles, then it may be that it's someone that is not good to have in your life. And in that case, you can use them as an example of what not to be and learn by watching their mistakes. But, if it is because they make you uncomfortable by pointing out the truth, it may be time to build a bridge with them. It may be that this person is more of a friend than you might think. This may be someone with enough character to tell you what you need to hear, And an honest enemy is better than a friend who will only tell you what you want to hear. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.